Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss NFL Week 6. First off the top, I want to apologize for my voice. I'm having too much fun losing money. Losing money all the time. Oh my goodness. And yes, I finally touched the sweet grace of losing last week after three straight weeks of winning. I, I, was, I was doing so well. I was doing so well. NFL Week 1, one money. NFL Week 2, one money. Three, one money. Four, one money. Five, Hello, my sweet friend. I've missed you. I went 2-3-1 and one with the push there to, to finally go into losing money ta- category and finally earn the title of the podcast back. But you know who didn't? Charlie Chalk, staying another red hot, 3-0. and oh. Pants Red Prince, cooling off a little bit at 1-1. One and one, and the gambler didn't come through on his tease of the week, but you know, hey, it's a tease of the week. What are you going to do? This is the first week where there are buys and there is now chaos entered the arena. Between fantasy and gambling, things stop making so much sense. You do, before you're like, that team is better than that team. They are they are favored by four points. You're like, that makes sense. I get that. This week, it makes a little bit less sense. I'm going to give you three lines here that don't make as much sense to me. The Browns are coming off a loss in a great game against the Chargers, and they are favored by three points at home against Arizona Cardinals, who are, by some accounts, some power rankings, the best team in the league. The best team in the league. I don't really buy that, but since... We have to believe that based on ranking and who they've beaten. You got to think the Browns coming off a loss, being hurt, being injured, that they wouldn't be favored by three even at home. That that was a little shocking. Okay, interesting. The Bengals only favored by three on the road in Detroit. Okay, that's a little interesting. Cincinnati has been showing to be pretty competitive. So is Detroit, but Detroit ultimately loses every game. Cincinnati's at least putting themselves into positions to win and winning a lot of games looking really good while doing it with an incredibly surprising defense. And then the last one is the Ravens minus three versus the Chargers. Well, wait a second. We just talked about the Chargers. The Chargers won this huge high-scoring game against the Browns and have now, and just off of a win against the Chiefs, and now cemented themselves as one of the best in the AFC. Right? Well, the Ravens are ma- favored by three. I, I can't explain that one to you. I, I, this one might be the most baffling one of the all three of them. The Ravens, you know, very apropos, very apropos of October, are very trick-or-treat. You don't really know what you're going to get out of them. They could be almost losing to Detroit. They could be kicking the crap out of somebody else. They almost lose to Indy. They need a miraculous missed kick from 47 yards from uh, Blankenship to win the game. And now they come back and are against one of the best teams in the AFC, and they're going to be favored by three. Explain that one to me. And yet, and yet, I'll sit here and go, I don't have... So I'm saying the Ravens are favored by three. What the hell is that all about? We got to take the Chargers. Uh, I don't know. So maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. To give you a little bit of doubt, to put that seed in there, because if it was the Chargers minus two and a half on the road against the Ravens, maybe everyone would pounce on the Ravens. I don't know. I think the big part about this is the home and away splits. We're finding that more and more everything is to the middle. And some seasons, the away teams, the road teams, have a better record than the home teams. Well, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. This is just a classic thing. We talk about it on Losing Money all the time. LMWAB is the classic fade the public, swerve, that is how you make money. When everybody is thinking one way, you go the other way. And that is not some kind of like bullshit tech entrepreneur thing like you need to like rebuild the system. No, nah, that's horseshit. You need to find out how people are betting and go the other way. Because in betting, everybody loses money, right? That's the point of the podcast. You lose money because you bet. That's okay. That's part of the thing. But to find how the public is going to bet and then go the other way will we'll profit you over time. You will make money over this. So maybe these are sucker lines. Maybe they're baiting you into it. And you're saying Arizona is definitely better than uh, than better than Cleveland. And that three was just a folly that you can put out there. 
Maybe we should be doing that. Maybe these don't make sense for a reason. Maybe I'm stupid like a fox. Or maybe I'm just losing money. Okay, Pants Roddy Prince coming up next. We're going to be coming, talking about him. One and one last week. But by the way, five and one over the last three weeks. So, you know, keep that in mind. And then after that, we have Charlie Chalk talking about Red Hot. Absolutely Red Hot. You can't stand, can't stand near him. You got you got sunglasses, like a nuclear bomb type thing. We're watching it through like a pinhole, like a solar eclipse. Absolutely Red Hot. And then we have the gambler's picks that we're going to be posting on social media. That tease of the week is going to be posted on social media at LosingMoneyWIB on Twitter, on Instagram, where you can find all our picks. A recap of this and free daily picks every day. Every day we're making daily picks. You don't have to wait for a podcast to come on once a week like a, like a sucker. You could just make, you just go onto your, your Instagrams and your Twitters and see free daily picks on how we're losing money every day. Baseball playoffs. NHL has started again. Everything and more. But before we get to that, let's talk to the always spicy Panzerati Prince. Starting off first, like he always does, coming off a not perfect, but five and one over the last three weeks, we have the Panzerati Prince. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? The streak is over, Andrew. <laughs> but hey, at least I got one. That's all. Yep. That's all you can ask for. But I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Last three weeks, though, that's making money. That's you got to feel pretty good about that. So I'm excited to see if this is going to carry over. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get to the mozzarella. Let's get to the safe pick of the week. The mozz, the safe pick. I'm going with the Rams minus nine and a half against the Giants. Yeah. For many reasons here. Uh, the Rams mm-hmm. are nice and rested. They haven't played since last Thursday. Yep. And uh, they're maybe the best team in the league. Going against the Giants, who are completely injured everywhere. Is Danny yep. Dimes going to play? I'm not sure, but Barkley's not going to play. Seems like every single wide receiver they have, even though they have 20,000 of them, are all injured. <laughs> so, yep. uh, yeah, pick the better team and expect the blowout. I'm going Rams minus nine and a half. Yeah, I can't really fault you for this one at all. Nine and a half almost feels a little low for some reason. You know, like yeah. Mike, if. If Mike Glennon plays, man, this is no, nah, that's bad. Also, you know, don't wait on Danny Dimes. Just make this bet now. Cause nine and a half, I don't care if Danny Dimes plays. It's still, let's go with nine and a half. I love this. Easy. Easy. Okay, perfect. So my square safe pet of the bet of the week, where I've been finding a lot of success just betting on the most obvious bet possible. But I'm gonna be taking the Green Bay Packers minus four and a half against Chicago. I uh, Justin Fields, tough guy, like seems to be doing well. Matt Nagy is an absolute disaster. I, I for the life of me cannot understand why he is still employed. He was brought over because he's an offensive guru from Kansas City, and then they go, "Great, you're not calling the plays." That's the best version of this team. What? How does that make any sense? And Green Bay's just a world beater right now. They look really good, and they're getting healthier on defense with Jared Alexander possibly playing this week. So I'm just gonna go with uh, the Packers minus four and a half. Yeah, I don't know if you could hear me. I uh, already said yeah right after you said it because I couldn't contain my uh, agreement <laughs> with you. Very, well, I, very nice pick. It's hard to fight it, right? Like it, I, I would, I would struggle to find the argument for Chicago four and a half. I guess you're at home, but you know, like you know, we, you heard me earlier talking about the, you know, some lines that don't make any sense. But for it's seemingly in the modern day football, home and away means as little as it's ever had. So th- the fact that you're like at home, like, well, we got to give them three points. That doesn't really count anymore. I don't think. Yeah. And you know what? Green Bay is rolling. Like yeah. at, at what matchup would you have to pick against them at this point? And I'm, I don't know what the answer is. No, it'd honestly be like the elite, elite, elite teams, Rams at home. You know, I, I don't know, if, you know, like that case that not even KC anymore no. so who knows I don't know yeah that was actually a good thought exercise I'm not sure who it'd be all right let's get into it where is your spicy pick of the week coming from 
So, Andrew, you're going to love my spicy pick. You're oh, going to absolutely love it. Yes. I'm going Monday Night Football, the best team in the AFC, and that's a fact. Oh. Buffalo Bills minus five and a half against the Tennessee Titans. Kind of like my mocks. Why is this only five and a half? Yeah. The Titans are so bad. Like, we remember they lost to the Jets two weeks ago, right? The Jets. The Jets. And, yeah, they, I mean, kind of blew out the Jaguars, but that's the Jaguars. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Good for you. This is the Buffalo Bills. They're going to absolutely hammer them, and I'm going to be so excited watching it because I hate the Titans. <laughs> the Titans defense sucks and that's just it just seems like an absolute disaster yes they have Derrick Henry Derrick Henry will get his 200 yards who the hell cares they Josh Allen will be able to throw all over them I don't really get this five and a half either this feels like a bigger line I guess it's like one of these things where they go well t- the Titans might win their division but I don't know if that really means anything considering they lost to the Jets two weeks ago I love this Ball, yeah. Buffalo all day love this yeah Titans are forever overrated Stamp it. Send it to your mother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, in my spicy pick of the week, I actually am doing something truly spicy. This one doesn't make a ton of sense on the surface, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit. I'm going to take New England plus four against Dallas at home. Uh, okay. So, yeah. New England hasn't been playing that great. It's, they kept Tampa Bay very, very close and then, you know, have looked pretty crappy before and after that game. I really think it's going to come down to the fact that they are going to be playing a lot better defensively. Dallas, outside of the Dome and outside of uh, you know that track meet at, at Jerry, Jerry World, I think will go a long way for New England just kind of putting together and keeping it safe in front of that defense. D- Dallas's defense has been advantageous when people have been taking chances. Well, guess what Mac Jones doesn't do? He does not take chances. He does not throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. And I think it plays like a safe, neutral game. And within four, within over a, t- over a field goal there, I feel really good. That's truly spicy. That is yeah, spicy. I like <laughs> yes, but I could totally see it though, right? Because this seems like a game that Dallas could go in feeling right and high and going into Foxborough, and we know that's an, an almost impossible place to play and losing. So yeah. I, I could yeah. totally see this. Yeah, and you know it's another one too where we, you got to start thinking. Now we're starting to see teams that are really high and really low. Now, do we start to think that are the are the Patriots genuinely one of the worst eight teams in the league, and is Dallas one of the best eight teams in the league? I don't know, but these are the games that we're going to find out whether they draw themselves back into the middle or they truly are where they are supposed to be. So I'm more willing to go with New England and even a little bit on a money line, like if you really want to get spicy with it, a little on the money line. But I I find this to be a four, a little bit to jump on there. Yeah, I could see this being a field goal game for sure. Yeah, there we go. Okay, well, there you go. So I, I got the Panzerati Prince's uh, you know, endorsement here, and he's 5-1 and one the last three weeks, so we should all listen to him. Panzerati Prince, I hope you continue your winning ways this week, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Let's hope so. Good luck to you too, Andrew. All right, you take it easy. And next up for his locks of the week is the still red hot Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Hey, Andrew, doing great. Thank you very much for having me on again. Okay, great, great, great. So you have been winning a lot over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you're not going to say it. I'll say it for you. Don't worry. Um, so how are we going to continue going into this week? What picks are you going to be bringing us so that we can lock down and win some money? Well, I would just suggest go with the chalk again. Yep. Okay, seems to be going, yeah. everyone. Um, I have three picks for you. Um, they're all basically our locks, so take the okay. one you like the best. <laughs> yep. And we'll start with the... Los Angeles Rams minus okay. nine and a half against the badly beaten New York Giants. Yes, yes. Injuries, injuries. Um, 
they did look good, but uh, early on, Giants did. Now they're hurting all over. And Rams are, if not the top team in the NFL, they're the top three for sure. So nine and a half is a very easy pick. Okay. Yeah, like, obviously, this is going to be a big one. This is going to be on a lot of money line parlays. Um, it's going to be on, you know, teasers. It's going to be on survivor pools. The Rams look good. The, the Giants are super beaten up. They're starting Mike Lennon. They're not going to have Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, even Kadeus Tony, who looked great last week, had, you know, punched somebody in the helmet, so he's got to look, check his hands. So, like, there's a bunch of stuff there. Nine and a half. You know what? Usually this is something I'd be like, oh, watch out. But you know what? This year, these kind of bets have been paying off, so I don't blame you for going there. Rams minus nine and a half for Charlie Chalk. Okay, Thank so you. for, for – well, okay, oh, you're welcome. Well, I'm just saying, you've been winning a lot, so I, I should bite my tongue here. Um, Yeah, so, okay, for my pick, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Minus one at Carolina. Uh, this is just a little bit of a difference just between because Carolina might be coming back to earth in a little bit. Uh, their their defense, which was definitely carrying them in the first the first bit of the season here. Let's not get confused that uh, Sam Darnold, everyone's like, oh, Sam Darnold, he's he's now the second coming. Oh, my God. Adam Gase really ruined him. He still has six picks on the year. He's still not playing great. He's still fum- he still holds onto the ball tremendously and, and takes sacks. And I think this Vikings team is really up and down, but does have talent. They can throw the ball all over the place, and Dalvin Cook's coming back. So I'm going to go with the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings, minus one on the road with Carolina. I like it, Andrew, and I, with Cook coming back, too, that's a big difference, yep. and uh, that that's certainly gets you not only throwing the ball a lot, but they also can run the ball, and um, it's a game between, I look at it, it's a toss-up either way, but two teams yep. in the middle of going nowhere in a way, so I'll, I'll take your pick. I like it. Okay, well, there we go. Thank you very much. Yep. Well, considering you're the one that's so hot, I would I, I need your support right now, so where are you well, going with your second pick? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're going to go with me on this one because no one needs to not have a head coach. And uh, so we're taking the Broncos minus three and a half against the Raiders. Um, I I just can't see a team adapting that quick. Although, you know, the general manager comes on and says, this is the greatest leader we've ever had. Then why didn't he have him as a head coach anyways? But um, yeah. Anyways, I think Denver is a better team regardless. Um, How they're going to be able to recover in, in four days and have uh, a competitive team. They were, they would have been three and a half with Gruden. So Denver is a lock and they are playing very well right now. Yeah. yeah you know what? I, I can't really say I blame you. Obviously the hook is, is a little interesting, but you know, one team doesn't have a head coach and is going to like, this week's going to suck for all the players that didn't do anything wrong. And they just got to answer questions all the time. It's like, I don't know. Like it's so, and Denver really needs a win. They like, Vic Fangio is definitely on the hot seat. They're not; pl- they haven't been playing well. That defense can be very good, so this feels pretty ripe for it. Like just an absolute kicking ass by Denver, or like one of those kicking ass. I mean, but where it's like nineteen to three. That's the game, you know. That's probably so, it. And Denver at home yeah. is a pretty tough team too. So um, yes, that's true. I, you know, they're that's I don't know home field advantage doesn't matter, but only three and a half points. Come on, Denver's much better than that. So that yeah, is a lock. Are. Yes. Denver minus three and a half over the Raiders. Okay, for my second pick, I'm going to be taking Cleveland Browns minus three versus Arizona. Okay, so this is one of the three lines I brought up earlier that just kind of doesn't make any sense. You're looking at it, you look at it again, you're looking at it twice, and you go, why is Cleveland minus three with all the injuries? I think this is one of those just just a matchup. Arizona will not be this good for the rest of the year, and I think Cleveland's got one of these kind of more fail-safe offensive styles where they run the ball, tons of screens. They're averaging 13 yards a screen pass right now, which is crazy. Like, their defense is really good, can get to Kyler, if anyone can get to Kyler, even though he's He's like a water bug back there. He just moves around so fast. I like the Browns minus three. This is completely a fade the public swerve against everything else because you look at Arizona and you go, why? Wait, they're, they're the best team in the league, aren't they? Why did why would Cleveland coming off a loss against the Chargers last week?
last week. Be favored by three. Uh, let's swerve the public. Let's go with Cleveland minus three. Well, I'm. I, I, people like Cleveland, and I think Cleveland is a better team. I just hope that um, yeah. that uh, Baker's not as injured or hiding it. Um, but they should yes. be able to. You know, they should be able to win. And and uh, I think the public does like Cleveland. So. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So that's my second pick. Where are you going with your third pick of the week? Well, and then we'll do the Sunday night game so that, you know, okay. at Ooh. least we'll send some excitement on whether I'm going to go <laughs> two and one say. or three and oh. So I'm taking Pittsburgh at home. Um, <laughs> again, minus five. I, I, first of all, Seattle doesn't have a quarterback. And uh, no. this guy hasn't played in seven years. And he is the backup quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he doesn't know the league now, so he throws to the wrong players. And this Pittsburgh defense will get him. Um, I know that it should be a low-scoring game because Big Ben isn't doing anything either. But when it comes down to it, Pittsburgh should smother their offense if they have any at all. And uh, Pittsburgh, again, will be a lock even though they'll move the ball and just plod down the field slowly. Ah, well, there we go. So you're going to take Pittsburgh over Seattle there, and uh, the line right now is minus five. So you know what's funny? I'm going to be bringing that up a little bit later uh, when we talk about our tease of the week, so I'm kind of with you on that one. But for my third pick of the week, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, a difference here. So off the podcast, just in you know my own betting, I've been doing a lot of just money line parlays with some favorites and a lot of them in cashing out. And so like the same reason why you're saying go chalk, go chalk, these things are working. And if as long as they're working for a bit, you should try and take advantage of them because if you can get plus odds on just money lines and especially money lines that have needed, like if you had money line for Baltimore versus Detroit, you needed that kick. If you had the Minnesota versus Detroit, I see a, a common theme here. You needed the kick at the end. Like there are, have been so uh, the Green Bay money line versus Cincinnati last week. There have been tight lines, but the favorite has ultimately won. So we're gonna kind of try try and take advantage of that, and we're gonna jump on a Cincinnati Indy KC money line parlay for plus one fifty. All they need to do is win. And so I just think I'm just telling you figure out your money line parlay at home. And try yeah. and put it in right now with some favorites because right now it seems to be paying off, and I would do it until it doesn't. All right, that's interesting, oh, but that's good. Then I'm sure that pays well. So yeah, so there you go. So those there are our go. picks of the week, Charlie Chalk. Thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to keep up your winning ways, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, that's it. That's all for losing money with Andrew Bascom. Thank you so much for listening once again. To find the gamblers tease of the week, please go to at losing money wab. On Twitter, on Instagram, where we're making free daily picks, including recapping all the picks that we make on the podcast as well. Can you please find Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts? Please rank, review, stars, whatever the system is. Thumbs up, thumbs down, what animal you think would be, what's your star sign, you know, whatever it works on those ones. Thank you so much for listening. Have fun losing money on the NFL this week. We know we will. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all say. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!